A reading from Mark 11, 20-25. In the morning, as they went along, they saw the fig tree withered from the roots. Peter remembered and said to Jesus, Rabbi, look, the fig tree you cursed has withered. Have faith in God, Jesus answered. Truly I tell you, if anyone says to this mountain, Go throw yourself into the sea, and does not doubt in their heart, but believes that what they say will happen, it will be done for them. Therefore I tell you, whatever you ask for in prayer, believe that you have received it, and it will be yours. And when you stand praying, if you hold anything against anyone, forgive them, so that your Father in heaven may forgive you of your sins. Well, it's interesting uh, that the conversation moves on from uh, this extraordinary, though small, event to Jesus saying, have faith in God, and then he goes on into what appears to be hyperbole, which is, you and I have talked about this before, using what seems to be an extreme example uh, to make a point. And so when we hear in our uh, somewhat uh, closed ears in our time, when he says to this mountain, go throw yourself into the sea, uh, and does not doubt in their heart, but believes uh, what they say will happen, it will be done to them. Uh, we, we have a hard time with that. Yeah. Well, basically, uh, Jesus is always calling us to audacious faith, uh, to believe things that seem impossible, uh, because the things that are impossible to us, we're told in Scripture, are possible to God. Now, we don't want to turn God into um, the eternal slot machine in heaven, that we're just there to ask for things that are uh, for us. But I do think that he honors uh, bold, vibrant prayer. Um, When we pray that way, we're acknowledging how great we view that he is. Uh, At the same time, when I'm praying that way, I'm not manipulating God. This isn't magic. This isn't getting my way. A lot of prayer is aligning myself to his way. And so uh, one of my phrases recently that I love repeating over and over, it's been with me um, for the past several months, is pray boldly uh, in this sense, but trust broadly. Uh, Knowing that I'm a son, I come to God and I ask for things with vibrant faith, and I believe. And sometimes I want to be just audacious in the things I'm asking for. But it's never in a sense of, when God doesn't give me what I want, then there's something wrong with him. But trusting him that he's only going to release the things that are valuable. I simply don't want to miss something from him because I didn't ask. Right. I like uh, what you just said in terms of, uh, oftentimes we hear about an awesome God, and it's in many songs. But here you were, were, use the word audacious. And oftentimes that seems like uh, almost like a paradox or an irony because when people think of Christians, they very rarely think of audacity. They think of uh, kind of a boring church service and uh, they, they think of the, almost the opposite of audacity. But when you get into the heart of the entire Bible and when you get into even closer to it, into the heart of Jesus, and how he came into the world, and all things are possible with God, there is nothing but audacity. And one of the most audacious things in the world is to 
say, I believe. Yep. It's audacious. Yep. Well, that's just the reality <clears throat> of the Christian life. If you want a comfort, no thrills, uh, plain version, you can get that. But when you come to Christ, it's audacious. You experience audacious power of God's intervention, but you also experience audacious suffering. Somehow the two go together. And in both places, when we experience a miracle and when we take on persecution or suffering in this world and it doesn't change our view of God and how we treat others, in both of those places, we're living out audacious faith.